0: hey guys i'm Raul coley and i am off vader a weird terrier apparently
1: my name is ayanna white i'm a writer for iZombie. zombie hi i'm molly Megan. i play Liv's mom on iZombie. zombie and you're listening to the iZombie zombie podcast is that really how you're gonna sit can't you sit up sit up
2: sit up You're listening to a Season 1 episode of the iZombie podcast with Robin and Steph. We're a fan podcast dedicated to the hit CW show iZombie. The Season 1 episodes begin and end abruptly, so we hope you'll forgive us. This week we talk about Episode 8, Dead Air, with special guest Ayana White. <laughs> The writer of this week's episode, Dead Air. Welcome to the show, Ayana White.
1: Thank you. Nice to
2: be here. Um, this is like actually a, a huge episode. Not only just the the twists and turns you provided for us to uh, sink our teeth into, but I mean, we had the huge news that season two is a go. Um, Woo Yeah, so very very excited. If if I had the rights to a Celebration, I'd be playing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid to even say sing happy birthday to to the (laughs) show, but But, um, yeah, I read. I read basically it was uh, due to the fact that uh, that one week when the flash was a repeat and iZombie had to hold out on its own with a new episode and the ratings didn't dip. So um, I guess it gave uh, the CW a good feeling about the show. So yay. yay!
1: A lot of people have worked really, really hard to get here. And yeah, I'm happy for uh, them
2: all. Yeah, definitely. I mean, just, I don't know, just watching it from, I don't know, I guess through Twitter. <laughs> We've been seeing how hard everybody's been working on the show. And, you know, it, 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 it's like we're a part of it, but not quite a part of it at all. Uh, <laughs> we feel your support. Oh, good. <laughs> um so yeah, I, we don't. You don't have any idea if it starts in the fall or the spring or how many episodes. You probably don't know this stuff, right? I
1: know none of those things. Oh, oh. And if I did, I can't talk about Fight Club anyway.
2: <laughs> Best line of the episode. I was just like, <laughs> I just want to take that line out of the script and give it a nice big hug. And it wasn't even the first Fight Club reference this season, but my gosh, that the delivery. <laughs> so funny the delivery
1: so, was awesome the line was diane's oh really mm-hmm. she is brilliant every comedy <laughs> moment she can always make better
2: <laughs> i really hope she stops by uh, I've, I've actually listened to several interviews with her and so is Steph, and it's like we know her already we want to <laughs> we want to produce a podcast with her and just talk about tv
3: yes
1: that is really her <laughs>
2: Um so this is your very first produced script, right? Is that yes. can I get that right? Congratulations. Yeah, good
0: Thank job. It's a great episode.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's a huge episode too. I mean, how did that how does it feel to I mean, watch that on TV and get handed that responsibility. I mean, maybe the next episode, like, makes, the, uh, makes this episode seem like nothing in comparison in, in huge uh, dramatic things. But right now, this was amazing. I mean, how does that feel? To
1: Surreal and amazing <laughs> and crazy. Yeah. And yeah, it's wonderful to be given that kind of trust that, you know, everybody mm-hmm. wants to work with Rob and Diane. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'll take 20 on the dyslexic housewife. Bring her in. (laughs) (laughs) It was wonderful. I got to write the script that I pitched and they sent Uh me up north to help produce it. And it has been a crazy ride.
2: So uh, if you don't mind, I'd love to just like, this is the first time we've got a writer on the show. So like I can dig into what it's like uh, in this writer's room. I mean, so this was your idea. This is it the case that was your idea? Because it's like, yeah, yeah. So you, you had some help maybe from a a radio friend I saw. I'm I'm just, my research is Twitter. um,
1: (laughs) No, but that's true. My cousin who was nannying for me, I asked if she knew anybody in radio because she used to work Mm -hmm. there and she said, sure. I know this famous DJ, Larry Morgan. Oh yeah! And so he calls me up the next day and gets all his engineers on how they would off him if they wanted to. Uh, (laughs) And they all had ideas. That was the funniest part. He said they were all ready right away. Not only how they would do it, but how they would get away with it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's a little eerie. Uh,
1: (laughs) But delightful, too. Engineers Mm -hmm. are delightful people. And I love that they're planning but not going to do anything.
2: I mean, these cases of the week, they are um, known for um, their red herrings. I mean, so did, did they even come up with the thing where, you know, she planted an advertisement that for a business that wasn't even in business anymore?
1: No, and, all that stuff you know, was stuff we came up with in the room or stuff that I pitched beforehand.
2: But they basically said, well, this, this uh, server room slash electrical room is completely unsecured. So uh, if we wanted to fry you, we'd do it through here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, yeah, you should hear Larry tell the story at some point. It was hilarious. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could oh, do it crazy. justice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, so, so, so you basically get the case, and do they come to you and say, okay? So, this is a great case, and everything we want to have these certain points covered as well during the episode. You uh, you handed kind of those beats as well, or is that something that other people contribute? You said Um, Diane contributed. We all work together.
1: So, like for this episode, I really wanted to write a love episode, love Mm -hmm. and sex and relationships. So, I did a pitch on that to Rob and Diane. This is what I think the case should be, and this is how we could work it in with the characters we have, and this is how we could work it in with the stuff that you've already told us that you want to have in this episode. Mm -hmm. And once they like that idea, then they bring it into the room, and everybody makes it a thousand times better (laughs) as a group. (laughs) And then you get sent off to write your outline. But everything is... In the room together, everybody works it out. It is a serious team effort that had a fantastic team, as you can tell by the episodes.
2: Oh, definitely. It, it does have a certain, you know, that, that, that Rob Thomas, Dan Ruggiero uh, tone throughout the series, no matter who's writing on it. So I, yes. I like that. Yeah, it's almost like, do you ever, was there, is there ever a point where, um, I mean, you must have worked on other episodes as well, right? So... Like, was there ever a point where you're like, ah, oh, this doesn't quite sound like a Rob Thomas show anymore? Or
1: Well, that's the thing is that Rob and Diane read every yeah. episode and anything that doesn't sound like the voice of the show, they will make better because mm-hmm. they're geniuses who can make anything better. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Was there any, um, for, for maybe just for this episode in particular, were there any sort of uh, uh, wild tangents the story got into? Maybe a deleted scene or anything? Um, hmm. Maybe a character misstep? I'm just interested in all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the guy that sits and watches special features on the DVD before watching it. So.
1: <laughs> there was a scene that I loved. It was the scene of Major getting fired that I oh. was very attached to that had to get cut. We didn't even shoot it. But it was oh. lovely. I,
2: I Helton Skelter, one of the best names for a business, or you know, a homeless shelter, I guess.
0: But because we, you know, not seeing the scene, it's okay that we didn't because we've seen the environment before mm-hmm. and maybe his uh, boss. I, I suppose the, the lady in the, the previous episode was his boss. Mm-hmm. So we kind of get, we can just imagine. She
2: was what giving t- him some worried looks when she yeah, sitting and she texted <laughs> him, told
0: him, you know, it wasn't cool. Though. But um, this is what I, I get into. Do do you know? Does the network give y'all notes? Do, is there? Does the network say uh, that you need to change anything or 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 what? Yeah, this huh? must
2: have been like kind of a you know, a, a few taboos might have been pushed <laughs> with this topic, right?
1: Yeah, this topic was probably more <laughs> against the edge than some other ones. And we do. We got net- notes from the network and notes from the studio. They were, in general, very, very complimentary. Oh, that's great. Okay. Because Rob and Diane turn out great stuff, and they made mm-hmm. sure that we all turned out great stuff. And a lot of the notes were things like, Helton Shelter had eight other names before that that turned out to all be copyright protected.
3: <laughs> oh. uh,
1: <laughs>
2: they can't possibly be as good as Helton Shelter. So.
1: It ended up pretty good. But a lot <laughs> of things that are names in shows are the 20th name that somebody came up with because all the other ones were taken. Mm.
0: So you said that you're a uh, a housewife, a mom. Is, is this what you always wanted to do, right, in TV? It is. I went to film school, and after film
1: school, I got married and had a couple kids and then realized I have to get on this now <laughs> in order to make it happen. And I went to one of those pitch festivals where I met my agent, and I got up at 3 o'clock every morning and worked on my pilots, and somehow that got me here. <laughs>
0: wow. Well, see – I love writer. Like I love to listen to writers. I wish (laughs) I could write, but I write like tree is pretty dog. You know, I
3: can't. (laughs)
0: Terrible. But it was
2: a a, dark and stormy (laughs) night.
0: (laughs) I, I don't even get that far. But my daughter writes. So um. I, want, I you know, I'm trying to live vicariously through her. So <laughs> I want her, you know, I want her to be Jane Espenson or what? But she wants to be, you know, she wants to be a journalist, and I'm so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's a noble profession. I know, but I wanted to write for television <laughs> because I can't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, there are plenty of ex-journalists writing for television right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kit Boss, one of our head writers, used to be a journalist. Oh, wow. And is now a high-powered TV writer.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So, um, you were on the set for most of this, right? Is that...
1: uh, Um, for part of the shooting of my episode. Mm
2: -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, did you have to, uh, did they have to go back to you and say, like, oh, this uh, this line is not working, and, um, you know, reading it out loud and performing it... did you ever have to make any sort of changes in, during production? or
1: A few for the sake of time and money, mm-hmm. more than because things weren't working. Mm-hmm. But I also had Zetna Fuentes on my episode, an mm-hmm. amazing director who had such smart questions before she started filming every scene and such yeah. a grasp on what was supposed to be happening in the scenes that there was not a lot of trouble. There was barely any trouble because she had it so under control and was such... A good combination of being really, really good at her job, but also willing to listen to some upstart staff writer who's never been
2: on set before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I should—I think they should be standing over here. Uh, <laughs> did you just you throw some weight around at all, or uh, no?
1: <laughs> I just wanted to make sure everything was the way that we imagined it in the room. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, I didn't have to say anything. And when I did, everybody was so wonderful and so receptive and the producer up there, Dan Etheridge, is, just takes a new
0: writer under his wing every week and makes yeah. it work.
2: That's great. Yes, yeah, I seem to be... Oh, go ahead, stuff.
0: Well, when, Ra- when Raul was here the other day, a couple weeks ago, he was saying that the director uh, had to pull him back, that he was getting too big with, with his <laughs> performance. And, like, I imagine that the director of the episode is there more for technical reasons and maybe you guys are the performance you know, or how is it with performance and technical things
1: it's different for different directors some are more concerned with some one thing and some are more concerned with the other but uh-huh. there's also a really good crew on the show already that's up there all the time there's a great dp there's a great camera crew so a lot of the director's job is working with the actors because everybody else is so good at what they do, all she has to do is walk in and set up the shot and show everybody which way to go. But then she can spend the rest of her time
2: doing the important character work as well.
0: Okay.
1: At least that's what I saw. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I know. It's funny. I, I'm I'm looking on my questions here. And I'm like, there's a lot of questions. Like, what went wrong? Uh, how did you fix it?
0: It's a disaster
2: story. Tell us the tell us the horror stories. How about you? Uh, do you have any sort of stories about uh, what it was like to? I mean, even just in the writers' room or during production that you wanted to share about um, how fun it is to make your first uh, TV episode. This is like. Uh, this could be just an amazing story you know
1: it is I- I can't amazingly imagine. fun yeah. it's crazy yeah. and you go in and these people can do anything they made me a bus yeah. like <laughs> I wrote on a piece of paper and a bus pulls up next to her and it has this on it and then you look in the dailies and there it is someone made you a bus or <laughs> they made you Great a whole radio station sucks.
2: yeah <laughs> Yeah, those gigantic posters. It looked almost like uh, a radio show Comic Con uh, <laughs> promotion.
0: Yes, I'm in love with them. Yeah. Oh, I've yes, got a question. Like that is amazing. Mm-hmm. The line, uh, "The Lannisters send their regard," you, <laughs> like, do you trust that the actor knows the reference, <laughs> or do you have to put like direction in the script for that?
1: Most of the time we trust. I think in that one, I actually showed a clip of the Red Wedding just because I happen to have it on my phone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so you you carry that around with you? <laughs> you showed that to that Rose? Moment. Yeah. <laughs> just,
1: oh, this is what happened. And she's, oh, <laughs> I don't think she had seen that episode yet.
2: Oh, wow. I mean, there's the first thing I'm hearing is going wrong on the set is Game of Thrones spoilers abound. I mean, you can't, you, you have to sit her down and be like, listen, we got to watch the first, what what have you missed? <laughs> We're going to work our way to the Red Wedding. You can't just drop Red Wedding on somebody.
1: No, <laughs> yeah, well, considering, yeah, she works a gazillion hours a day yeah, and true. learns a new, like a whole new skill every week. Yeah. <laughs> blows my mind and so she sees that and she walks back into the room and she says it in the perfect accent Mm. yeah
2: (laughs) nice yes i
1: am in awe every day
2: so she uh she can take on the uh, personality of lord bolton if uh if needed so
1: perfectly after a (laughs) five second clip
2: yeah and it's funny i mean there is a scene in the red wedding where they uh you know Catelyn pulls up his sleeve, and there's chainmail underneath, and we have Robbie with the uh, chainmail glove.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: It's all intentional, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> this, this entire episode was inspired by the Red Wedding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we were so happy when we found those chainmail oyster-shocking gloves.
2: And that's, that's what they're for, oyster shucking? Yeah! Wow.
1: We were thinking, like, what could he wear on his hands to protect him? And then somebody <laughs> thought of oyster shucking gloves, and we found them, and they looked like chainmail, and a hurrah was put up in the writer's room. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I saw during the live tweet that uh, apparently Raul was uh, testing the knife uh, trick out. Oh, my along, God. Or <laughs> was that a joke?
1: <laughs> no, he was practicing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, well, I'm sure there's more stories As we get into the episode If you don't mind, we'll, we'll just talk about Different parts of the episode We have some different topics, as usual you, You've listened to this, so you mm-hmm. know how you know, Meandering and uh, um, Tangential it, it gets tangential, I should say the, <laughs> Like the tanning salon uh, Okay, so uh, The first topic we have is, of course The case in the, uh, in the brain of the week um, mm-hmm. So <laughs> Um, yeah, the shocking too soon line, by the way, I believe I said it home before <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that was too soon. Uh, um, but, uh, yeah, we have, uh, uh producer Jane here, uh, played by Jillian Bach. I heard that, uh, her audition was pretty amazing, or at least I read.
1: It was, it was, her tape was like she was reading my mind. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I see in her IMDb, she's, uh, she was on Two, two Guys, A Girl, in a Pizza Place, uh, ER, The Mentalist, um, several different things in her career. But uh, yeah, she definitely did a great guest spot here. And um, and her assistant, Kaylee, of course, I noticed because I'm a huge Smallville fan. And, yeah. Uh, that, that's Stargirl. <laughs> yeah, I know. So you had yeah. Speedy and Stargirl on the same episode. And, uh, there was no, uh, superpower action. I just, uh... Ex- explain yourself... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, my
1: apologies. Speedy?
2: Speedy is, uh, the, uh, Smallville version of Arrow's, uh, uh Thea. Mm-hmm. Uh, so her... In, in, in the Smallville universe, she was Mia. But, anyway. And they weren't sisters, and brother-sister, but whatever. Um, we also had, um... Aaron Douglas on the show, which I've been looking forward to. I'm a big chief fan from BSG. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, did he, uh, do a good job, uh, portraying our, the radio show host of the morning hurl. Uh, (laughs) He was so good. I was so (laughs)
1: delighted with how he did that. (laughs)
2: It's great because I, I, you know, I'm watching him right now on uh, A&E's The Returned, and uh, another kind of zombie show, I guess. Um, <laughs> and uh, he's he plays like this uh, uh, this brother character where um, he's trying to cover up for his zombie brother who is uh, ex serial killer. I don't know if you ever watched any of it, but
1: I saw some of the French one. I haven't seen the U.S.
2: one yet. Yeah, yeah. He, there's in the French one. It's the same kind of thing. It's almost like a. It's a it's a, it's like a remake American Americanized version, but um, mm. it, it's the uh, yeah the brothers character. One's one's the serial killer that you know stabs girls in the tunnel that
1: oh yeah I all. remember that.
2: And then there's the, the the other brother who's covering up for him, and Aaron Douglas plays the uh, other brother oh. um, on the remake, but uh, yeah. Um and Erica Sarah who uh plays our uh, shocked. Jock, uh, Sasha. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I went IMDB searching and discovered that she was, uh, they were both on BSG, actually. Um, Oh. Did you, have you ever watched BSG? I did, I didn't know she was on it, though. Yeah, she played, um, Maya, who is this civilian that adopts the, uh, very important baby in the show. Oh. Uh, Spoiler for people. Um. But if you want, I can sit you down and watch. We could just watch that one episode, and <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the uh, the Cylon human hybrid baby. She ends up adopting it. So. Oh,
0: okay. I like yeah. her voice.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, and we also had a uh, speaking of voice a voice cameo from Jane Lynch. Did, is that? Something she recorded for it, or was that something lifted from Party Down? Or
1: she recorded it. We really yep. wanted her, and just kept writing Jane Lynch in the on the <laughs> script pages, hoping that because you know Rob knows her. and then i was up there doing filming and he sent me this thing that had no tag or anything it was just a voice clip of her saying that and i was so happy and ran back into the (laughs) set to tell everybody that we got her voice on there
2: (laughs) i know and it was even she you know Sasha even says tell her miss lynch and (laughs) she (laughs) had a clue
1: (laughs) it was so she said it like five different ways and every way was fantastic
2: Oh my gosh! Can we get that uh, recording for the podcast, possibly? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not sure if you carry that around on your phone too, or yeah. it's a good it's a good ringtone. Um,
1: <laughs> that is a fantastic idea. I think that might be my new ringtone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, get a clue! All right, I'll answer the phone. Oh, wait, back, the damn it! <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Um, that's why I'm trying to keep my voice down. As a matter of fact, um, so, um, and, uh, yeah, the lion booty boot camp. Uh, I, I saw you guys had him, had oh, Malcolm <laughs> repeat over and over again. Booty boot camp, which is fun to say.
1: <laughs> Just every time it was funnier than the last time.
2: <laughs> uh, um, but, uh, oh yes. Um. Molly Hagan was here uh last week, and she was she noted the uh blinking in the vision yeah um, and i just i for some reason i didn't notice it before, but i'm definitely i definitely notice it this week it's like the 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 it's like the the victim is blinking as she's seeing the vision so I just wanted to say I actually noticed it
0: Yeah, I noticed it too And and now I know what she's talking about I found that delight I
1: noticed that when I went in for my interview They let me see a little bit of the pilot And there was that And I thought, what a lovely little touch To put in there that I would never have thought of And it lends a weird authenticity to it That is very nice
2: So, oh, well You brought up the interview, I didn't What was the interview like? I gotta know (laughs) dish (laughs) Um, you know they just basically say we want to see a sample of your writing or they read something of yours before and brought you in Um, they had had
1: read a pilot of mine mm -hmm. and so I got a call from my agent that said oh it's these people Rob Thomas and Diane Ruggiero <laughs> Wait, from <laughs> Veronica Mars? Yeah, yeah, right.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, so were I, you called while on a subway, like uh, Raúl was, or uh...
1: <laughs> I was not called while on a subway, but I did blast the theme song in my car all the way to meet with them. <laughs> I was so
2: excited. Yeah, come on now, honey. That's all I could sing. We'd have to start paying for <laughs> that too. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's a uh, that's on my uh, that's on my cardio mix uh, on Spotify. Oh. So, yeah, you know. yeah. I also have my iZombie Zombie uh, mix as well. I
1: appreciate
2: that. The theme <laughs> song is pretty good.
1: It's it really is. Awesome. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> um, what else? Oh, um, wait. What was I going to say? Not that. Not that. Not that. Ooh. Manscaping, there it is (laughs) So you said on Twitter There was a uh, 20 minute discussion In the writer's room uh, About manscaping So uh, I mean we did do a uh, Do dumper date Last week with uh, Molly So um, where do we all fall on manscaping I mean I know how I fall (laughs) (laughs) Get your razor away from me
1: (laughs) There was some people in the room Thought that yeah. Some people had horror stories about hacking through various bushes. <laughs>
2: I mean, that's where the Kelly Clarkson line comes from the beginning of the episode, yes. right? <laughs> yes,
1: the 40 year old virgin reference.
2: Yes. <laughs> Steph, where do you fall on that? I don't know. What are we talking
0: way? about? I don't understand. It.
2: Man, you don't know manscaping, like uh keeping your uh keeping your man's uh body hair uh trimmed or, or shorn like a like a newborn baby. So this uh, is
0: like chest <laughs> and everything else or Oh
2: um, I'm everything.
1: mostly everything else. Yeah. <laughs> like bikini what? waxing for boys.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, my husband's blonde. <laughs> oh so it's really not an issue. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so it's like you can't you can barely see it so therefore it doesn't you don't have to worry about. Yeah it.
0: and it's just this he's just not a hairy person at all. Mm. Oh, no need for manscaping in your house. No, uh-uh. Mm. No, but my brother came out, <laughs> was, He came in like that and said, "Tail." I've got a zit on my back." I said, "No. No. <laughs> no, you're not going to ask me to pop a zit on your back." And he pulled his shirt off. Oh, Golly. We're Italian. And so, he, <laughs> like his back was worse than his front.
2: Oh, I couldn't oh, believe oh,
0: it. <laughs> I was like, "You're not is, you're not gonna ask me to pop a zit on your back, no."
2: This is turning into the morning hurl. <laughs> I not, apologize to anybody eating while listening to this. Uh,
0: <laughs> but yes, I would say my brother. Ugh, yeah, that's too much hair. Mm. That's gross. <laughs> There you go, in favor of manscaping. Yes, I guess I would be in favor.
2: Of. And uh, would where do you fall?
0: <laughs> I am in favor of manscaping.
2: Okay.
1: Not a crazy amount.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, uh, I don't know. I like to keep it 70s. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, nothing, nothing much else to talk about with the case, but with the brain, I mean, that was uh, that well, was a pretty, pretty- the,
0: With the the problem with the brain was she was getting herself in trouble. She was given advice. She offended <laughs> Robbie.
2: <sighs> and that I mean that scene, I I nearly wept. And then another scene later, I I was even more uh, weeping.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, fetal. I- <laughs> I felt for him because I mean, like he is a doctor. Like how, yeah, how what more would he need? He's a mm-hmm. a doc, a good-looking doctor, great hair, great smile, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. British accent. What what else do you need? What? Yeah, I, I can understand why I was offended. <laughs> yes,
2: <laughs> it's like uh, you know. I guess on one side it may be okay to maybe try to protect him if you see your friend acting in a certain way all the time and even just being oblivious to it, mm. but also it's like, yeah. she's your friend. Give her, give her a chance. And then he's your friend as well. Give him a chance, you know, let them sort, you don't have to figure it out for them. <laughs> well, and I hope that without the brain live would
1: have given them a chance. Yeah. But I, I mean, Sasha too, yeah. was not the best advice giver.
0: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she made good radio, not, you know, good life choices. As we learn from our love life,
0: uh, that's yeah. true.
2: Yeah, um, Sam. Uh, Sam, <laughs> another <laughs> another great line. Uh, Steph, did you say it earlier?
0: Not cool, babe. <laughs> <laughs> the, the,
2: uh, was that just added on? It, I mean, it really it was just like it was. Just, it was as the scene was transitioning, like <laughs> out of nowhere. Sam's like, not cool, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, it seemed kind of like it was like it was added on, but maybe not. It reminded me of um, uh, uh, Vincent Carthizer a madman saying, "Not good, Bob." <laughs> 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 um,
0: oh, you know what? Oh, uh, there was a moment that I just loved. That was uh, talking about transitioning from one scene to another when mm-hmm. uh, Liv is, I think, Blaine. It was after the scene where Blaine was. Uh, Talking to Suzuki, Suzuki was telling him that it was really getting to him. Trying to find a place to <laughs> to get rid of all the yes. bodies, and and he was bullying him. And then we hear uh, <laughs> Sasha lives listening to Sasha, and she's talking about somebody being a bully. Oh yeah, that was no, a great like transition.
2: It, it, it was like you're going to either be a bitch or you're going to be a girlfriend. I forget exactly how the line went, <laughs> but you can't be a girlfriend and a and a bitch. I don't know. If you act I, like
1: his bitch, don't expect you to treat him like his boyfriend. Wait, something like that. I was going to say,
2: how did you know that line? <laughs> <laughs> I spent yeah, some time
1: exactly. looking at it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I believe I'm at my bitch quota for this uh, podcast episode. So um, let's see what else we got here. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, Peyton and Robbie. Oh. Yes, uh, I just wanted to say to anybody uh, from iZombie that's listening, including you, Ayana, um Arithmetic, addition, subtraction, division, multiply, geometry um, I figured out the brain teasers <laughs>
0: Oh, awesome
2: <laughs> Because I was, I was like, oh my gosh, there, there's going to be some sort of funny little clue in there But like, nope, just, it really is just math, math class brain teasers so.
1: <laughs> But they made a magazine and they let me get brain in there yeah. I was very happy. Oh, that's right. Yes. That was <laughs> another happy. one of those things where you go through a million names and then uh-huh. finally there's one that you're allowed to have. And it had brain in it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, oh, and uh, yes, the zombie uh, zombie rat sequence. Mm. Um, <laughs> we see the, li- the poor little rat that was trying to escape at the end of the last episode uh, is dead. Yes. And ripped apart.
1: So dead. No real rats were harmed in the making of this episode,
0: <laughs> and Liv was so giddy with this rat oh, no. it was she, that was so cute and she said that you know Robbie wouldn't understand it was a zombie thing i mean was <laughs> yeah. is it like a like a affection you would have for a pet is it I, t-
1: I think it's more that zombie brains don't look attractive to other zombies mm-hmm. and so it yeah.
2: does want to eat her. Yeah, that's true. There, there are some thi- like as as a podcast that discusses the show every week. We're always looking for the rules, and that was one line. It was like, wait a second. So, are we saying Liv has tried to eat the brain of a zombie before, uh, or? You know, we don't go after our own kind, and that's just a thing biologically. I, I we feel just like.
0: wonder if it will be like a plot point later, like maybe in the mm. finale, that zombie brains. Somebody will eat zombie brains or something. I don't know. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> I, I, uh, it, that really wasn't a question, or it was, yeah, yeah you know, I wasn't. It was to, a
2: question. on it. Sort of. All <laughs> right. So tell us the <laughs> secrets of the show immediately. Okay. <laughs> I want to know what's the freezer about. Why are people being hung in the freezer? Do you, if you if a zombie is under a certain amount of temperature, do they just go into suspended an animation? Can they survive Seattle winters uh, <laughs> or they just generally stay inside and hibernate? I don't know. I will just keep asking questions. <laughs> you know, answer, sorry. <laughs> Um but uh it looks like Robbie is using um this zombie rats are attempting to um to create some sort of antibodies right? Yeah
0: because he, right. this this uh the zombie it's not a virus it's the, it's from the Max Rager drink and the Utopium it Mhm uh it, when your your DNA uh I wrote it down somewhere. (laughs) DNA cocktail of Max Rager and Utopia wakes up dormant gene. And so Ravi is working on a gene therapy based cure.
2: Right. Yeah. It was funny because, you know, in that, in that kind of scene, you have one doctor saying, uh, sciencey term, sciencey term. (laughs) And the other character goes, talk to me like I'm a fifth grader, you know, but instead, uh, Lib responded with super sciencey term and faster. Uh,
1: (laughs) It's a lot to get in there.
2: I rewound and fast forward, and I was like, oh, all right, they're, they're working on a cure. That's all I got. <laughs> That's all I got. Hopefully, I that was all I got. I reading
1: up on gene therapy. There's amazing yeah. stuff out there.
0: Well, it's there good that it's not a, a virus. Everywhere. Yeah. The, the, the zombie virus thing has been done. Sure. So, yeah, I like this. Yay!
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it... it uh, yeah it's this, it's this new mythology, and then the, the uh, you know you always hear the uh, you know zombies always want brains. Well, why do they want the brains? what What is that all about? Uh, you know, and I like how this show is trying to explain it in a way and making up their own their own mythology in in the, in the same instance.
1: That it's was the cool. thing that got me about the pilot. You know, every mm-hmm. year, all the writers get all the pilots that have been sold and everybody wanted on this show because it looked at zombieism so differently mm-hmm. and yeah. it was so character based and such a departure from you know the walking dead which is great right but that we've seen before
2: yeah it's funny you, and and you really have to sit down people to watch this pilot because you just say i i do a podcast on this uh it's about a zombie girl who's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy, Robin. Really? (laughs) Okay. No, seriously, sit down and watch it. On the
1: CW. (laughs) Yeah, on the
2: CW. Usually uh, when
1: I say Veronica Mars, that gets people to calm down and watch it and see how great it is. All right.
0: Oh, I know. Another reason that she may have been so excited about the zombie rat was that that meant that uh, Robbie was close to a cure. Like, they're making progress
1: well sure i mean if you can make a zombie that's one step closer to being able to unmake a zombie
0: yeah but also
2: there was the i mean she was just like oh look it's a little cute pet it's it's just like me you know well it was Um, adorable yeah and
1: delightful in the scene to see how she really did think it was adorable and I'm sure you've heard about Roland
2: rats. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So he has a problem. Like in real life, he has a problem with yes. rats. Like that wasn't acting when he jumped up onto that.
1: <laughs> no. Although by the time we got to my episode, he was a little more chill about them.
2: That's cool.
3: <laughs>
1: it only yeah, makes like- it more lovable.
2: I was thinking, hmm, maybe, maybe if this rat escapes, they're going to have to create a zombie cat to go after it,
3: <laughs> um,
2: and then maybe a dog. If the cat, no, those are all horrible ideas. A
1: whole old lady who swallowed the spider scenario. <laughs> yes,
2: <laughs> it's just, in the end, is this zombie old lady stalking the streets? <laughs> um. So, man, these. So, so what the heck, Robbie, you're sitting there on the phone playing with this thing that you're taking very seriously. <laughs> like, this thing could cause a, a zombie apocalypse or whatever he said earlier in the episode. And here he is on the phone, like, cradling it onto his shoulder, you know, with the phone. And then he, I mean, he's got the gloves, but yet not being very careful with this rat. So
0: You put too much faith in the gloves. <sighs> and I had two th- thoughts... I thought, okay, Robbie, hurry, cut off your hand.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It's trained by The Walking Dead. Yeah, it's it's The Walking Dead.
0: (laughs) And then I thought, oh, no, Robbie's going to have to cancel his plans with Peyton.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, By the way, everybody who is coming up with all these... Pavey and uh, Rayton. That's <laughs> lame. It's hashtag Charles Krabarti. Uh, Charles Krabarti. You can barely pronounce it, but if you sound it out, you can spell it. And uh, and it, that's, a, that's a good hashtag. I mean, Rayton, really? Peyton Charles, Robbie Chakrabarti. Charles Krabarti. Yeah. We'll see if we can get that to catch on. <laughs> Thank, <Yeah>. you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you call the CW up and we'll start making posters.
1: (laughs) uh, (laughs) (laughs) To see people standing confused on street corners.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Oh, gosh. And yeah, I mean, when when Ravi and Liv had their little argument and it was pretty, like, it was hard to watch. And We finally get to the end of the episode, and it's it's so cruel because Liv's like, "Oh, give him a shot," and everybody's happy, and they're on the phone, and she's like, "Oh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a date with your boss. Is that okay? You know." And then he gets bit or scratched or whatever. That zombie rat draws blood. Uh, that it's just there's some, there've been cruel things this season. I always go back to Major on the uh, on the uh, examination table with his eyes closed.
1: <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I think Robbie getting bit really tops it.
0: well, every episode ends on a really good cliffhanger oh. where it's funny, you but can't wait to see the next episode,
2: yeah, and we'll talk about the other cliffhanger because uh or later because this cliffhanger. It's like it's as if my senses went numb I went blind And just yeah. didn't watch the rest of the episode I was like what? <laughs> what? No!
0: Yeah for this to be such a light And fun show It's getting dark It's getting mm. really dark
2: It's got it's dark moments Yeah, um, It's still it's still super fun Well because
0: but- Major is going down such a dark
2: this- road Oh yeah yep.
0: They're real people with real stakes
2: mm-hmm. Yeah or at least With they're zombies. real to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: They're pretty real to me,
2: too. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know... I don't know if you wanted to apologize to the fans for having Robbie getting hurt. Um, <laughs> maybe, you know, tell, just kind of, like, you know, give us, like... I don't know. Well, you can't transmit a wink over a podcast. But, like, you know, like, a, maybe clear your throat if he's going to be okay. Or... um I can
1: neither uh, confirm nor deny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and of course, Raul's uh, on, the, on Twitter right after, and he's like, Well, I guess I'm going to invest in the black hair dye. I'm like, Oh,
3: it hurts.
2: <laughs> 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 no. <sighs> oh. um, yeah. And uh, if you're
1: heartbroken, it means you really love him. I, I Oh, do.
0: yeah. I, it, I mean, really it was, love him. Yeah. <laughs> very heartbreaking <laughs> but now something that i'm not heartbroken about corinne is gone she's out of there <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> goodbye <no>. sister <laughs> i was i was sad i, I was sad because i liked her and she was completely justified stop yeah. acting like a crazy person
0: i understand <laughs>
1: Imagine if you, you were dating from. a guy he gets beat up twice yeah he goes to jail <laughs> he's talking about a candy man
2: yeah I mean, I'm it's hunting down the Candyman in the park and trying to protect <laughs> the homeless kids.
1: Right, that sounds nuts.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I was I was sad because I like the actress. Of course, I've mentioned her in Smallville before, and I'm like, oh, it's probably going to be the last we see of her for a while, if or ever. I don't know. Um, so that was kind of sad, but yeah. Then Robbie got bit, and I forgot about. It. <laughs> um, and the fact that you know, this is during. I mean. Great closing of this episode, by the way The Liv giving advice You know, what would she do if she really Gave advice to, you know, Major of Robbie to herself And during this, you know During the scene with Robbie on the phone She's like, never listen to me um, Again, chill out, you know Can't have you burning out without you I'm nothing And then, jump. <laughs> <laughs> so, um I think we've covered the fact that I'm really upset about this whole thing. We can move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, major. Um, major, let's see. We we did the Fight Club line and the the and Shelter. Um, yeah, the one thing about this I wanted to note was that. Um, these guys, I mean, Liv even kind of mourns the loss of their relationship after after her last meeting with him because mm-hmm. they used to be so close and you could see that they know that they they're lying to each other or at least Major seems to know that she's lying and he's kind of on his own and he was really reaching out to her.
1: Yeah, that um, was heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. But what's she going to do? Tell him she's a zombie?
2: I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe just be like, oh, really? Is that what you think? And, you know, not exactly admit that she's a zombie, but to go right to the, uh, you really just got to let this Jerome thing go. It, it's, look what it's doing to you. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, but, I mean, of course, that's still Sasha kind of talking as well. But, but, you know, it's like, yeah, but uh, also there are some kids being hurt and however they're killed, they're being buried into backyards and, you know.
1: I have and sympathy it, for Liv in that moment, especially that she doesn't want Major to be in danger. I mean, she mm-hmm. knows that if he goes out there, he, mortal human, is going to be fighting a zombie. And we saw <laughs> what happened last time when that happened. It's- mm-hmm. I saw it as her pr- trying to protect him from what he doesn't know is out there.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's good. I just, I almost wish that she, if, if, she, okay, if she didn't, you know, try to help him, she could at least hopefully notice that he is like, Oh, I'm good. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Don't worry about me. And in uh, the next scene, we see him buying a gun, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, um, but it was really, really intriguing to to hear that Major is really starting to catch on. He's looking into brains. He realizes it definitely wasn't a calf's brain. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, if I got beat like that. <laughs> yeah. And then to pile on even more misery, beat by a corrupt cop system, I probably would have a little. I'd have a hard time letting go, no matter how close I was with the the kids I was watching over. I would still be <laughs> like, all right, I got to figure something out here. What? And
0: nobody's listening to him. There's no place yeah. for him to go. We can't go to the police. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's the only one that could help him. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs>
2: And the last, uh, the last topic really is—I uh, I just wrote—Live and Lowell and Blaine and Suzuki and it, and uh, you know, aka, I was right, or I think I'm right. So
0: okay, <laughs> now why do you think you're right? Because I don't think you're—I don't think we know for sure. Because tell us your theory. Yeah. Well.
2: Okay, so I did admit I blacked out after Robbie got bit, but when I went back and watched it again, <laughs> I noticed she eats the brains. She goes to the elevator. She has the the vision of Jerome in the uh, and, and Blaine telling him to be quiet or whatever, mm-hmm. and then she sees Blaine walk into the apartment building. The elevator door opens, and credits Danny okay. Wise Zombie. Uh, so <laughs> I'm thinking Blaine's there for a delivery. Blaine has been delivering. Um,
0: but Lowell is not necessarily involved mm. with the plan. With the, but um, Blaine tells Suzuki that Live he has a plan for her. She's in the plan, so so yeah.
2: mm, Lowell could about. be
0: in uh, in it, but not necessarily. We'll find out later. I'm sure.
2: No, I mean this is one like I like I've been saying all along. This is one long con, and it's a really good one. But uh, it's like, why? Why did you know? He said that he gets his brains from a funeral home. Why doesn't he? Why couldn't he? If if he's innocent and he's just getting brain deliveries, why can't he just be like, "Eh, there's this guy, you know? He brings me brains (laughs) in a little yellow duffel.
0: Oh, he did lie, didn't he? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: It makes my heart happy that you have all these theories. (laughs) (laughs)
0: um
2: so yeah i'm i'm yeah rewatching next week
1: to learn more i know exactly
2: (laughs) and i'm I'm scrutinizing the preview for next week and i won't go into it because i don't want to be you know say something possibly spoilery uh, uh until next week but um yeah, I mean, it was great. We had vindication that Suzuki is working with Blaine. Blaine has him by the short hairs, and uh, <laughs> isn't he and, delightful? Oh, uh, so
0: great. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's so good.
2: You know, it's funny. I I, I tweeted something during my live tweet about uh, Blaine's hair being on point, and <laughs> and I got a message from the on point bot. <laughs> Uh, oh. Correcting me in my usage of the term "on point." Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it was like it's like I, I guess it's like a French thing, much much like "le, Pe- Le petit mort." Um, <laughs> and I actually I actually quit back. I'm like I'm hoping "le, Le petit mort bot" doesn't uh, flag me. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, I guess it's spelled like E-N point with an E, and it's more oh, goes on towards point. ballet terminology. or
0: Yeah.
2: But on point is a thing, right? You know, you're looking on point today, buddy.
0: According to Herb <laughs> Dictionary, uh, it says, To be perfect, to satisfy whatever it was, it met the person's standard. Damn, that chicken was on point. <laughs> 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 up to par uh, ready to perform at best ready to get down to business yeah not, not to be drunk or stoned is all good bet you best get your shit on point
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think this all describes Blaine's hair
0: perfect. yes his hair's on point or what's the, what's the new thing um, on fleek I
2: haven't even heard that I don't know that nope um, <laughs> that's what the kids are saying <laughs> okay so uh, Yeah, live in Lowell we, uh, By the way, there was another uh, Tinkerbell Reference in this episode Is that something where It was like, oh, we gotta put this in for the Rose fans Or was that something you kind of Came up on, with on your own That Lowell saying, he, we can't all Pull off the ethereal Tinkerbell look
1: That is <laughs> me being a dorky Rose fan that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Awesome <though. laughs>
1: Let me just put this in here because basically this whole episode was my own fan fiction, and I just yeah. happened to work for the show.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, especially with the uh, foot massage at the beginning of the episode, that was, was very. Uh, my very parents massage-y.
1: are very proud. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that and uh, the uh, oh, you—you—you ate the brain of a sex expert. Well. <laughs> smash cut to hitting the sheets and uh, yeah that's fun TV that is this is just a fun show I mean I'm so glad we picked this to podcast about and you guys are so receptive at the show uh, for this kind of reaction um, uh, super appreciate it and super appreciate the show season two I'm so psyched we're not Woo. even done with season one yet uh,
1: I know there's so much more to
2: come uh, yeah exactly and then I'm like oh my gosh and then there's a whole other season <laughs> And how many episodes would that be? And uh, geez. Um, okay, so um, I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to say, Ayana. Um, we have our feedback section. If you want to hear some of that, sure. Or if you want to, if you need to run, it's fine too. Um, okay, um, I'll hear
1: some feedback. I'm always curious.
2: Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, this one's from Ally. Um, she says, "Hey there, Team Z." It was even said in the show this week. Um, I heard about your podcast from Potential Cast, a big fan over here. I'm a fan of fans, apparently. I'm so (laughs) glad I finally caught up with iZombie and the iZombie podcast. Such a fun show, especially this last episode. I mean, holy cliffhanger, Batman. (laughs) Robbie, Robbie bitten by the zombie rat and just as he got a date with the super hot Peyton. Liv about to be stuck in an elevator with Blaine on his way to deliver brains to her zombie boyfriend, Lowell, and major, majorly spiraling. (laughs) And then there's the whole rest of the episode. Nice to see Liv taking it to the next level with Lowell. We'll see if we can trust him. I totally bought that he wasn't getting brains from Blaine, even though that was my initial thought. How else would a rich guy get brains besides the hottest and only brain game in town? Do you think he's spying on Liv for Blaine or he's just a pawn? Um, Blaine said there were plans for Liv or something like that. Mm, yes, I agree, Ellie <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot he's of spying. smart questions. <laughs> he's spying. <laughs> She's playing a role and he's... he's He's her puppet master. Okay. Um, she, I like that continu- Allie
1: got a pun in her comments.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm very, I'm a huge fan of puns. Um, yeah. <laughs> she continues, says, Teehee, le petit mort. Um, <laughs> uh I enjoyed the case of the week. I'm not averse to the to a procedural, but I'm the type to just go along with the mystery and watch it unfold. Obviously, I'm more into the mythology and character development, like Liv telling herself how important Ravi is to her right before he's put in peril. Seriously, that cliffhanger. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to hear your thoughts. Y'all are the sweetest hosts to ever co-host. I love how Steph loves Major. I love that Robin wants everyone to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be sticking with this show with you guys. I'm loving iZombie, loving the podcast, till next week, Allie. Okay, thanks, Allie.
1: Yeah, thank you. That's lovely.
2: Um, Steph, do you have our email open, or am I just reading everything?
0: Uh, I have it open. You may read Hattie's. Please. Okay, this is from Hattie. Hey guys! Yay for iZombie zombie getting a second season! I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, early prediction: Liv is happy, happy in a relationship, so she's going to eat the brains of this jealous radio caller and ruin it all. <laughs> <laughs> Major is really I think trying. She's to-
2: writing as she's okay. watching. Yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> she's writing her fanfic. Okay, Major <laughs> is really trying to get himself killed. He might as well just ask Liv to bite him. Oh. I loved Liv doting on the zombie rat and Ravi hiding on the table. <laughs> oh, my heck. It's Chief from BSG. I didn't even realize it until he'd been on screen for a while. Yeah, you know, it's been, it's been, has it been 10, 15 years since BSG? Oh yeah, it's no. been, a, it's really, it's been a while. It's been a while, but yeah. it hasn't been that long. Uh, Liv is a, uh, as a shrink is highly annoying Get this brain out of her (laughs) system quickly, please. All her friends and family
1: felt that way, too.
0: (laughs) Major is a good liar. I actually believe him when he told Liv he needs to move on. Okay. Okay. I was partially right about the brains, but Liv and Lowell made it through the crazy. I really wasn't interested in the case of the week at all. Oh, no. Robbie got bit by the zombie rat. Will he turn into a zombie or a rat? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh good ending Hopefully hmm. this will lead to more live and Zark interaction Sorry Malika's name for Blaine Stuck with me until next time Heidi
2: Yes uh, <laughs> Zark as in Zombie Sark so. <laughs> <laughs> Alright I have a Voicemail from Josh uh, He hosts another iZombie podcast called iZombie Zombie. I suggest uh, folks Check that out Um always always nice people we we try to uh keep all the zombie podcasts as a one big team z i'm hoping to do like a round table during the hiatus just to throw oh, theories that's awesome yeah yeah all right here's
3: josh hi I zombie podcast it's josh from i zombie you zombie and i just wanted to shout out to you guys and say i've really enjoyed getting to hear all the people you've had on the podcast lately um most excited maybe to hear someone from the writer's room and of course if you've gone over these kind of questions earlier in the episode um, then maybe disregard this part but I was wondering if we could hear if it's um, a room written show if it's you know if the room is broken in the actual sorry I said that wrong if the show is actually broken in the room Uh and then you know what the process is of script to screen I find this stuff Profoundly interesting, and uh, if not, if you've already gone over this stuff, or perhaps it's not as profoundly interesting, you know, to everybody else, but just me, um, you know, shout out to your guest. Who, uh, I Zombie's been one of the most fun, well-written shows um, uh, this year, and last night's episode um, was for me just. The best of the season so far Uh, Instantly as soon as it Ended I was like I am ready for the next Episode (laughs) so hard So um, shout out to the writers Keep doing what you do and I'm so Excited that we know that we're getting that Second season so can't Wait thanks guys for all you're doing and I keep listening just because You have the best guests
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So did you guys Break the room when you're writing I think that's what he Was asking
1: yes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we broke lots of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we wrote Buckley gets naked on every board. <laughs>
2: and Buckley takes his shirt off yet again.
1: That was it. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to get that in every story. But yeah, we did break the story in the room as a group. And then whoever's turn it is gets to go off and write it. And then Rob and Diane make it better. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, uh, speaking of. Uh, major? Major? So, well, no, what? You want me to take a minute and just think about Major? No, uh, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, Let's just
1: pause, right. have a major <laughs> moment. I was thinking about <laughs> Unshowered Major.
2: <laughs> unshowered, beaten up Major?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you do to him, he just looks better. <laughs>
2: Uh well, you know, I mean major needs to step his game up because Lowell is really uh kind of uh pulling the uh the, the I, don't know, I'm, I feel weird saying this the hottie quotient uh, <laughs> I mean I'm really thinking about um adhering to his rule of always answering the door without the shirt on at just any time
3: just removing the <laughs> shirt before answering
2: the door. <laughs> No, uh, what I wanted to ask you about was that wall. I think you tweeted something about notice that wall Um, in the the cubicles in the office. There was uh, I I couldn't quite even with in HD I couldn't quite see what was written. Was there any sort of like uh, fun messages or something that we were? I mean, I noticed like a big Kilroy. uh, (laughs) I wish I could remember specifically
1: what was on there. Mm -hmm. I can't just. The people who dress the sets on that show, like, if you look in the background of the wanted posters and all the flyers at the police station, anything that's in the background, if you pause and look at it, you will see that there's really creative people doing amazing things that are hilarious.
2: Awesome. I wasn't sure if we missed, I mean, you know. I watched Lost, and when we watched Lost, we were watching every frame of Lost and Mm -hmm. dissecting it and pulling it apart and theorizing, so I'm kind of trained by that, uh, going into any other show. (laughs) So I'm like, what does this wall mean? What is the secret message in here? I'm solving brain teasers.
1: Sorry, I'm uh, losing you here.
2: Oh. uh, Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Um, That's okay. I was just rambling. Um, (laughs) <laughs> Let me read uh, Franziska's uh, feedback uh, She says Hey guys, last time I missed your announcement About your special guest, but not this time So, hello Ayana, And Hi. Thank- <laughs> thanks for this amazing episode uh-huh. I really enjoyed Watching it uh, Liv mentioning the Lannisters was hilarious And for someone who studies psychology It was a lot of fun to see Shrink Liv and how she annoyed Everyone <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see if Ravi will turn into a zombie A rat or maybe just grow a tail
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're all picturing Splinter By the way this is my side note We're all picturing Splinter So uh, if we see Ravi in a sewer next We know where this, this, uh, this, this show is going
3: so.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, She continues I also have a question for Ayana. Do you have a favorite character to write for And if so who is it and why Oh, that's a great question.
1: Ooh. I, I love them all for different reasons. Like on the mm-hmm. test of who, what iZombie character you would be, I was surprisingly, <laughs> I got Blaine. Really? <laughs> yes. Hmm. <laughs> but then I love to write for Ravi because he's a big nerd like me. Yeah. And I love to like write, write for Liv because she's something different every day. And Clive is such a fun foil to her. And I was a huge fan of Malcolm on Breakout Kings, anyway. Yes, I just- <laughs> yes.
2: I don't know what you said about that show, but uh, yeah, I, I was like, "Ooh, I have to watch the spinoff from uh, Prison Break," and it's it was still an amazing show.
1: So it was. I loved that show.
2: Yeah, so sad. <laughs> <laughs> but now we have Malcolm on iZombie, so it's we do, and I got to go and meet him, which was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and you made him say uh, "booty." <laughs> You were watching Breaking Bad at home A few years ago going You know if I ever meet that guy I'm going to make him say booty boot camp
1: Well that's what happens on day one You meet him and you're all Oh you were on Breakout Kings I'm nervous to talk to you And then a couple months later You make him say booty boot camp <laughs> uh,
2: Francisca uh, actually wrote us a separate email And just wanted to say I totally forgot the most important thing Yay season two Woo! Have a nice day Franzi Thanks Franzi and I think that's all our feedback. I don't know if there's anything else anywhere, but, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, are, is, is there anything else you wanted to say to the fans? Uh, any, any sort of stories that you wanted to mention on the show while we still have you?
1: Um, just thank you for being so supportive. I'm so grateful that to be on here, my favorite shows when I was just learning that people wrote TV were Veronica Mars and The X-Files. <laughs> And Ooh, this is yes. like Those two things combined <laughs> mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Which has been fantastic And I'm so grateful that my first experience Could be this
2: So are you sending any scripts to the X-Files uh, reboot uh, be like hmm, If you just want to put me on for one episode It's fine I can make Mulder and Scully say booty boot camp If you'd like
1: <laughs> I would do a lot of things To get one episode of that <laughs> <laughs> Yes that's probably why I got Blaine. <laughs> that's <laughs> right.
2: I own you, Chris Carter. So do what I say.
1: Uh, <laughs> I met him once. He was delightful.
2: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, I X Files fan from way back. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, well, thank you again. Um, I guess we're just going to do our quick little sign out here. Um. But I uh, really, really appreciate you being on the show. And, uh, you know, any other writers want to come on? You guys <laughs> want to come in groups? It's fine. Uh, <laughs> we love chatting with you.
1: Thank you so much for doing this podcast and oh. getting on iZombie before iZombie was even on TV. That is fantastic and so supportive and yay.
2: They just had to say Rob Thomas, Diane Ruggiero, and I was like... Let's do this. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's how I felt. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, stay tuned for After the Plugs to hear what's happening next time on iZombie. Iana, um, where can we uh, f- maybe find you on the web or, you know, any way to contact you you'd like to throw out there or anything you'd like to plug?
1: Um, I'm Iana White on Twitter. I'm writing new pilots all the time and watch the second season of iZombie.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, Steph? Uh, Are you I'm, writing any pilots right now?
0: I wished. Oh, man. I <laughs> wish I could write a pilot. Um, my, uh, I'm on Twitter at Steph Smith. Uh, PotentialCast.com is my uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. And Redemption <laughs> Cast will be coming back soon,
2: mm-hmm.
1: our
0: Angel the Series Ooh. podcast.
2: Are you a fan of either of those shows, Anna?
1: I love both those shows. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is why we <laughs> podcast about them. <laughs> Uh yeah, we we do it we do shows where basically we're bringing uh three of our friends through each of those series and you know, they've never seen it before. So it's almost like a
1: Oh, lucky them.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um and uh for me, uh my other podcast is the Defenders podcast we're work, working our way through Daredevil uh week by week, no binge watching. Um you can find that on uh com. Follow me on Twitter at @lrabinero Thank you for listening to the Season 1 episode of the Eye Zombie Podcast with Robin and Steph. Our podcast logo is designed by Dee Sheehan. You can find her work at Behance.net slash Deanna Sheehan. We posted that link, as well as others, on our home on the web, iZombiePodcast.com. There you'll find links to our Twitter and Facebook pages. Join our Facebook group at Facebook.com slash groups slash iZombiePodcast. Finally, send your feedback in to iZombiePodcast at gmail.com. The iZombie podcast with Robin and Steph is created under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 Unported International License. That means you can share it all you like as long as you link back to us. But please, do not change it or sell it or trade it for brains unless you're going to give us some. And remember, a mind is a terrible thing to taste.